you're listening to the Telltale Channel. Don't forget to check me out on all social media, Patreon, Twitter, Teespring, and Etsy. All links can be found in the description or on my website, telltaleatheist.com. Don't forget, if you want to call in and leave a voicemail, the number is 1-800-701-8573. Hey, this is Owen. If you're comfortable, leave your first name and state at the sound of the tiny truck backing up. Hey, Owen, it's Joseph. I have an important question to ask. Why do religious cults control their people so much that they seem like they don't have a mind of their own? If you could answer that, I would be happy about that. So you have a good day, all right? Bye-bye. I appreciate that. That's an interesting question. And the answer to that question is... By definition, that's the difference between a cult and a religion. A cult uses strict forms of control to keep the members under their thumb, to control the members emotionally, uh, to control their thoughts and their behaviors, and control the information that comes in. If you don't control people in those four ways then they will reach out in one of the other four to try to figure out what's happening to them, basically. So that's why cults do what they do. I would say it's the result of millennia of refining the techniques. Now, I, I, I don't think any specific cult has existed, at least not in the same state for millennia, but cults have been refining their, their trade for all that time. Since the dawn of time, cults have existed in some form. Hi, my name is Cheyenne, and I am from Ohio. And so this is kind of a weird question um, thing that you probably don't get a lot. So I'm part of the witchcraft community, and a couple people who work with archangels independently of each other ask their um, guides about God, and each of the guides, which were not the same archangels, said that God had been put into celestial prison, basically, for crimes against humanity and leading humans astray. And I thought it would be cool if you could look into that and you could talk to that, um, like, about that and, like, your thoughts on it, because it's kind of interesting to hear about. So, yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that. Very interesting question. Um, personally, I don't really buy it. I think it's a bunch of bullshit. But you and I have something in common with each other. You and I share the fact that we are religious minorities in the United States, for lack of a better term. And, you know, the, the struggle that comes with that is something unique that Christian Christians simply can't understand. So I'm on the same page with you on that front, and I appreciate you calling. Now, as far as your question goes, I cannot get on board with it. I just think it's absolutely ridiculous, personally. If we sat these people down and used the scientific method to determine if they were actually speaking with spirit guides or archangels or any of that stuff, if we could determine that scientifically, I would believe it suddenly. I, I mean, that's all it would take is evidence. But we don't have that evidence. It can't be determined that way. So until that is the case, I'm defaulting to disbelief. Hi, Owen. It's Matt from California. Um, like you, I have some issues with substance abuse. And, of course, years ago, I was sentenced to AA. 
personally, I think the structured nature of the program was partially, you know, responsible for reintegrating me into society. But as a lifelong atheist, its religious and spiritual tenets and cult-like following are, you know, reasons I don't really participate anymore. This worries some people that are pretty close to me, and I find myself constantly drawing parallels to religion and the lack of evidence AA provides uh, when regards to successes and recidivism when discussing these disorders. So just wanted to see what your thoughts were on that and see if you've had any similar experiences. Thanks. Yeah, I appreciate the phone call. Really interesting question. So I found the first uh, portion of the question particularly interesting. Let's listen to it one more time. Personally, I think the structured nature of the program was partially, you know, responsible for reintegrating me into society. Let's just pause right there. Um, the structured nature of the program was responsible for reintegrating you into society. I can totally see that. I can see that. But Alcoholics Anonymous and Narcotics Anonymous are blueprints to create cults. They're really, really harmful. Now, do people, do some people get benefit from cults? Yes. But the damage and the lack of freedom heavily outweighs the good that you may get from it. You talk to a Jehovah's Witness, and they'll tell you they get an amazing sense of community. Is it worth their freedom? Is it worth their mind? No. They can get a sense of community without being mind-controlled, without being manipulated. So, in my opinion, I think that finding a secular program is a better option. Now let's listen to the second half of the question. This worries some people that are pretty close to me, and I find myself constantly drawing parallels to religion and the lack of evidence AA provides uh, when regards to successes and recidivism. Right, successes and recidivisms are a problem with AA, with Alcoholics Anonymous and Narcotics Anonymous. It's an issue because they don't really... People who go to these programs tend to relapse at a higher rate than secular drug therapy, basically. That's one of the big problems with AA and NA. They aren't really that successful. And the reason that Narcotics Anonymous and Alcoholics Anonymous aren't really that successful is because it's based on religion, not on science. It's based on religion, religious concepts. If they had based it on psychology, like secular programs had, their recidivism rate would probably be better than it is. If they benefited you in some way, then I'm glad. It, it worked for you, and I'm happy about that fact. Secular therapy worked for me. So we, you and I both came to uh, the same conclusion by different routes, basically. And all I have to say is at least you and I are both clean now. When we come back, we're going to talk about the fallout from reporting a teacher for breaking the law. Give us 30 seconds, and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Telltale Channel. Don't forget to check me out on all social media, Patreon, Twitter, Teespring, and Etsy. All links can be found in the description or on my website, telltaleatheist.com.
The next article I wanted to talk about is titled, A Student Recorded a West Virginia Health Teacher Denouncing Non-Christians in Class. This is on the Friendly Atheist website, written by Hemant Mehta. But this story is pretty close to me. I am the person being written about in this story, and my daughter is the student who recorded the health teacher. Now, I don't know if you guys were aware of that or not, so I'm going to start from the very beginning, because some people may be unaware of you know, the situation, what's been going on, and what's happened so far, and everything else. So let's read this article, and then we'll we'll go from there. A couple of days ago, YouTuber Owen Morgan, who goes by the name Telltale, posted some disturbing audio from his daughter's public school health class in West Virginia. A more recent modified version of it is below. The teacher told the middle school students they shouldn't have sex until marriage because the Bible said so, that people who didn't believe in God worried her, and that she injected religion into the classroom whenever she could, and that God would help them make better decisions about how to handle their hormones. First of all, a tip of the hat to the student who had the wherewithal to record the lesson, knowing the teacher would say some messed up stuff. Morgan informed the freedom of religion... Uh, God damn it. My, I'm sorry, my mind is shot today, and I'll explain why in a minute. Morgan informed the Freedom From Religion Foundation about the incident, and they sprang into action, sending this letter to the superintendent of Cabell County Schools. I'll give you guys the highlights. The teacher reportedly also said that she doesn't believe in same-sex relationships. If you're brought up with morals and values, then God's going to be there to help you make better decisions. Because this teacher has admitted that she's aware of, yet unwilling to follow the law which prohibits religious indoctrination in the classroom, she's admitted that she is not fit to be a public school teacher writes FFRF staff attorney Chris Line. Here's a quote from the FFRF co-president, Annie Laurie Gaylor. This health teacher's religious screed is both shockingly unlawful and ethically impermissible. This is Hemant Mehta speaking. It's appalling behavior from any teacher, much less a health teacher, who more than most other staffers should be better equipped to focus on science and facts instead of church bullshit and the Bible. How long has she been speaking this way without getting caught? I know that was a rhetorical question, but I'll answer it for you. Kylie's mom went to the same school 15 years ago, and she was doing the same exact shit back then. So bare minimum 15 years, at least. Then Hemant Mehta says, if educators can't deal with that, they should find jobs in churches instead of places where kids deserve better. 100%. Why the fuck was this teacher talking about this at school? Like, why not talk about it at church? This isn't a school thing. This is a church thing. And legally, she was in the wrong for what she did. I grew up in Connecticut, right? I, I grew up there until I was eight. Then we moved to West Virginia. And I've lived in this town basically since I was eight years old. I've moved out a few times. I've moved to Atlanta, Georgia. I've moved to North Carolina for a short time. I moved to Tampa, Florida for a time. Um, you know, I've been all over the place, but I eventually always came back here. I went to high school here. So all of the people in this town of 3,500 people know who I am. They know me. They, they have known me since high school. Well, it turns out after this story broke, um, all of the people in this 3,500 person town created a Facebook page, which is now gone. I mean, the Facebook page doesn't exist anymore, but the page was dedicated to doxing me and doxing Kylie. 
sending like picture people would drive by our house and take pictures of the house post it to this talk about like when i would have my blinds open and when i wouldn't they posted kylie's phone number to a whole bunch of people doxing a 12 year old and leveling open and direct threats at us like threats against our lives saying that they're they're planning to burn my house down with me inside spreading as much information as much personal information as possible finding me in their their high school yearbooks posting my picture and digging up absolutely anything that they can find about me uh, people driving by at all hours of the day and night honking their horns telling me they know who I am and where I live I can't go in public, I can't go to the grocery store, I can't go to the bank, can't go take out the fucking trash because I will be recognized and killed or at least beaten. I mean, who fucking knows? Direct open threats of violence against me from Christian ISIS. You know how big this town is? 3,500 people. Do you know how big the Facebook group is? The Facebook page? that's dedicated to doxing me, 1,600 people before it was shut down. 1,600 people. That's uh, 45% of the town was on this page. And not just that. It didn't just stop there. By the way, the cops are aware. But remember, I live in the Deep South. The cops probably aren't on my side. County sheriffs are aware. My town's police are aware and as far as i know the fbi is aware too but i haven't spoken to them but uh like i said i'm in the deep fucking south i misspoke the other day on the original video i did i did a video about this woman about this teacher and i said i could destroy her career if i chose to that was a that was me misspeaking let me rephrase it what i meant to say is i could destroy her life and I'm choosing not to. If I wanted to destroy her life, I could have released her name publicly and asked my fans and any listeners to dox and harass her, just like they're doing to me right now. But I am not that kind of person. I'm not, I don't have that personality. I don't want to hurt people like that. That, that is not who I am. I want justice, not stalking and harassment. With that being said, her fans have come out and released her name publicly, so I'm not really trying to hide that. There's no way to hide it. Her name is Karen Ashworth, but I'm asking you not to dox or harass or call her in any way. Leave it alone. Don't bother her. Please, really, don't. Don't do to her what they are doing to me, what Christian ISIS is doing to me. All that being said, I feel that what I did was right still, even through all of this. Even though I can't set foot in public, I can't open my door because my neighbors are Trump supporters and I'm afraid they'll see me and recognize me. I can't take my trash out. I still feel that I did the right thing releasing all this information. This shit is just going to continue until the end of time if something isn't done.
So I am satisfied with the fact that I released this information publicly, and I still want to push it as hard as I can, as far as I can. I don't want this to stop. I want people to realize it's unacceptable for people to preach to a classroom, preach about God to an entire classroom of students for 15 fucking years. It's unacceptable. It's unconstitutional. You're violating the law by doing so. It's not okay. So I am glad I did this. And lucky for me and for Kylie, we had been planning to move to New York City this entire time. We'd been planning to move to New York City for months. In fact, we've been talking about it for like a year. We've been planning it for a fucking year because it's hard to move to New York City. You know, you got to have all this stuff put together you have to have like offer packets for rent like to rent a place you have to have uh, plans to get into the school district there and believe me the school district is not easy to get a hold of regardless of everything that's happened I'm still glad that I released that information it was the right thing to do the moral thing to do to be a whistleblower against this teacher all that being said, my life is legitimately in danger right now. If this was 50 years ago, I would be burning at a cross or hanging from a tree. You can't possibly overestimate how serious this situation is. And the worst part about that is there's nothing anybody can do. Nothing that I can even do. I just have to sit here and wait. There's no call to action for this. There's no nothing. It's so fucking hard to sit in your chair and wait for this to pass. Wait for time to pass while sitting there listening to every car that passes, looking out to see, looking out your window every time you hear a door close, every time you see a person walk by, waiting to wake up to see your tires slashed. It's pretty fucking disturbing. Anyways, I just wanted to tell you guys, that's the update. Oh, and one more thing. The Facebook page started out saying the teacher was fired. First of all, that was never said to me. And I, I should be like the second person to know, right? At, the school district should tell FFRF, and FFRF should tell me what actions are being taken. I never heard the teacher was fired. I never heard a fucking word but this Facebook page comes up and it says, teacher fired for talking about God, you know. Complete bullshit at the time. Then a couple days later, after doxing me for two straight days, they put a post up that said, Mrs. Ashworth hasn't been fired, so we've accomplished our goal and this Facebook page is going away. And two hours later, the Facebook page is fucking gone. That, it, it, it was just really, really weird the way that it played out. Just really bizarre how it played out i don't know why like wouldn't you just leave it up for future reference like wouldn't you leave it up so that you know and archive it so everybody can just go there and see what happens and like why would you take it down it was just really really strange i feel like maybe the the news got involved or the fbi or the sheriff's department or something got involved and told them to take it down i don't fucking know who knows i mean who who knows but it's gone now luckily because, you know, that shit had my address and pictures of me and my car outside my house. Pretty fucking wrong. Doesn't get more wrong than that. The reason that my head is in a cloud right now 
is because I'm just, you know, everything that's been going on, you, you have no idea what it, well, maybe you do. Maybe you guys do know what it's like to be so on edge for a week straight that you're looking out your window every time you hear a fucking bird land on a, an electrical line. You wonder if it's somebody getting out of their car to unload their AK-47 on you. Some of you may know what it's like to be that level of stressed for seven days straight. In my case, it's actually been closer to three days straight. But that level of stress will fucking get to you. Christopher McLennan, calling her out was 100% the right thing to do. Respect you for standing by your values, Owen. After everybody started seeing what was happening, all my friends, you know, all my YouTuber friends, they saw that I was literally being targeted and threatened with my life. People saying they were going to burn my house down and stuff and posting pictures of it all over the place. After my friends saw that, my YouTuber friends, they were like, maybe we should cool down and stop talking about this. But I refuse to give up. I, I refuse to accept that as an option. It's not an option. We should continue talking about this. This is a systemic issue, and I have a sneaking suspicion that the teacher was reprimanded by the school district and not actually fired. I don't know because I haven't received official word. And if that is the case, then FFRF still has the option to sue the shit out of the school district, so we'll see. But if she wasn't fired for this, or at the very least reprimanded, if this was not taken seriously, we have to push this harder. This is an issue that exists through the entire fucking South. We can't accept this. Michelle Bennett, those people don't realize you're protecting their rights too. Exactly. If a teacher fucking came in and started talking about Islam and how great it is, guess what? I'd shut them down too. If you don't want Islam being preached in schools, then you can't have Christianity preached in schools either. That's how it works. That's the nature of a fair system. If you don't want... Religion taught in schools, that means all religion, including Christianity and Islam. But they don't see past their fucking nose to realize if you teach Christianity, it opens the door for everything else. They don't fucking care. They just want to preach Christianity from the fucking mountaintops. Cal E, here's to helping you leave the toxic place. Yeah, it's only a matter of time. I got to get the fuck out, like I said. 50 years ago, people in my situation would be, like, hung from a tree or burned from a cross. Lucifer LaFleur, a teacher in grade 9, found out I was a JW and gave a sermon to class about why I'm going to heck. Administration wouldn't do anything about it either. I kept complaining the Bible Belt's a nightmare. It is a nightmare, and the only reason that it's still a nightmare, there are two reasons for why it's still a nightmare. Reason number one. Not everybody thinks to record, or not everybody is even capable of recording the class to have hard evidence that the teacher is breaking the law. Reason number two, exactly what I'm experiencing right now, the fear of blowback that is so dire that it, it could mean literal death. That's why people in the Bible Belt are still fucking doing this, still getting away with this shit. It's sad. Zachary Burns. They're doing a great job following in Jesus' footsteps, cough, right? This coming from the morals and values people. That's what the teacher said. She said that if you're not a Christian, you don't have morals and values. I literally refused to release her name 
publicly because I didn't want her to be doxxed and harassed. And here we are. Oh, and something else. She endorsed what was happening on the Facebook page. She saw it happening, knew it was there, and said that she's very appreciative that people are there to dox a 12-year-old, I guess, and post pictures of her and her house and make threats of burning shit down. Awesome fucking teacher. Fantastic fucking teacher. The morals and values person, for sure. Everybody to go to her for your morals and your values, just so, because we know she has them, right? Because she's a Christian. Menomy Jones, for your New York fund, get out of the backwards place and stay safe. Thank you so much, guys. Seriously, you have no idea how much this helps me to get out. I'm not moving to New York yet. I'm leaving the state immediately. And then I'm moving to New York after that. So it's going to be pretty expensive, but we'll make it. Let's take a look at Super Chats. The biggest of Chungai, just wanted to thank you for calling out that teacher. In my school, they literally brought a Baptist group for sex ed, and it was pure fear mongering. fucking wrong, man. Just straight up fucking wrong. Jessica Dunn, I hope you and your daughter remain safe. Me too. This is the most danger I've ever been in in my entire life. Eastern Flower, so sorry for these people's BS. You seem like a great dad. Your daughter knows she has a man who loves her no matter what, and that'll stay with her. Yeah, it's... Pretty fucking scary, but we'll make it through. And she's actually been handling better than me. I created a Twitter account for her to receive encouragement, words of encouragement, Alpha Force Zero. So if you guys want to give her some words of encouragement, feel free to go to Twitter and tweet at her about it. You did the right thing. She had no place in doing and saying what she did. Stay safe, friend. Adam Joseph, I appreciate that. Dan Yeager, how can we support you? We love you, man, and we support the F out of you and yours. Thank you so much. There is nothing that can be done. I just have to fucking sit here and twiddle my thumbs until it's time to get out, basically. It fucking sucks. Not having any call to action or anything I can do to get, you know, to be safer. It's fucking terrible just sitting here waiting, waiting, waiting. But there's nothing to be done. But I appreciate the support. I appreciate the donation very much. We are behind you. It's disgusting how they've reacted. Tell me about it. Ginger Green, stay safe. Hope you move to NYC soon. That is the plan currently. It's a very serious situation. Kem Panda, I'm so sorry that's happening to you. The sooner you move out of this utter horror movie setting, the better. 100%. James Q. Murphy, hope you and your daughter remain safe. Thank you so much, guys. Flip, are you, pl are you still planning to interview Chris Duckman? Good question. Um, I figured I'd let things cool down with him a little bit because he was the pretty hot item at the moment. And I did talk to him. I talked to him on Twitter, chatted for a little while about his whole situation and everything. And um, I basically told him that I'd hit him up when things cooled down. So it is about the time now, I guess, where I could message him and probably set up an interview. I just hadn't gotten around to it. Maybe when I moved to New York City. I'll set something up like that. That's the plan. Zarina19, I hope you and your daughter are and continue to remain safe. Thank you for standing up for what's right. I appreciate that. Calmia Low A299, thank you. Smiling Game Master, keep Kylie and yourself safe. Good job and keep your spirits up. Oh, my spirits will raise substantially the moment I'm out of this state. Romulus Detroit, sounds like you have a solid harassment case for most of the town. Jokes aside, stay safe, man. Good luck. Yeah, the FBI should be involved if they aren't already, but I'm just trying to get out. That's all. Buy a piece. Pigs ain't going to do anything for you. I've thought about that. Am I, like I said, or did I mention this? I don't remember. My buddy Brian said I could borrow his gun if I wanted, but I don't think that's the solution here, honestly. I don't own one. 
My friend does. I could borrow his. I don't think it's the solution. I think pepper spray is the solution, honestly. I don't know. I'm just going to be glad to be out of here. And I have thought about buying a piece, and maybe I'll get a shotgun with, like, three rounds of birdshot and then a couple rounds of buckshot. You know, birdshot is a warning and buckshot is goodbye, basically. Maybe I'll get one with some birdshot act as a warning but i'd really rather not have a gun in a residential area anyway certainly not with a 12 year old in the house i don't fucking like guns honestly look at the situation i'm in right now man seriously mindy rose you both did the right things stay safe and love your content thank you so much nervardia buy yourself a treat for this happy monday yeah so bad news guys my cats we had them boarded for now we we sent them to a kitty daycare for the moment just for for a week and a half See, I hear a car outside right now, and I'm paranoid. I worry that it's somebody that shouldn't be here. Anyways, we had the cats boarded until this blows over. In a week and a half, we have a date that we're picking them up, and I fucking miss them, man. I miss both of those fucking little bastards. Blue Man Plays, keep up the awesome work and stay safe. Justin Ellipse Watson, I coached in West Virginia public schools for almost a decade. I've seen religion brought into situations too many times and was never in a situation to say anything. So I wanted to thank you guys so much. Stay safe. I appreciate that. I will scream it from the rooftops. I don't give a fuck. I will continue to push this until I'm in my grave. Only a ghost. Stay safe, mate. Doing my best. Sean Kerner, New York is pricey. Hope this helps keep living by example and taking care of your family. New York is not that pricey right now, especially because of COVID and it's rent controlled so they can only change it every so often and things like that. It's not that much more expensive than where I live, uh, a, a little bit. I mean, obviously it is more expensive, but with COVID going on and people living, moving out of cities and everything, the prices have fucking plummeted. So it's not terrible at the moment. Uh, moving is going to be the challenging part. Having the money to move immediately. I thought it was going to have a couple more months for this, you know, but yeah, getting the money together to move is going to be a challenge, but we'll get it. We'll do it. We'll make it through. I am not going to worry or stress. Catherine H., stay safe. Thank you so much. Zada Hugla, the stress is the biggest reason you're sick. Certainly can't help. 100% agree with you on that one. I appreciate the super chat, and I appreciate the donations that you've given outside of that, too. You're right. Um, the stress is not helping anything for anybody. It's only making, it's only compounding the problems. Donato Ferrioli, I think. Thank you so much. Rainbow Anna, stay safe. Love from Alabama. Oh, you're in a similar situation to me then, I bet, huh? Alabama. That sounds rough. Stuff like this makes me so ashamed to be a Christian. You did the right thing, and I hope you and your daughter get out soon. Thank you so much. You don't have to be ashamed for other people's bad deeds. Make sure that you are a good person. That's all that you need to worry about. And thank you. Liam Pava Acosta. My sis believes her pastor should reprimand her, but when I suggested pastors should support church and state separation, she said no. Makes no sense. Jonathan the Slow. Here are some New York money and a quick question. I was wondering, or I was watching older vids and saw your drawing, what appeared to be a Tyranid Carnifex and a Drew Carey symbol for Warhammer 40,000. Are you a fan? I am not. It may have just been by happenstance. Sometimes I find ra random, like, I'll tell you how I do them real quick. I usually go to like dragoart.com or something like that, like these drawing tutorials, and I learn how to draw these pictures or whatever. So I draw them in green, and then I do the line art in white, and I cut the I cut the green out. That's how I do the drawings on my main channel. So sometimes I find drawings that I really like and I think are really cool looking without knowing what they're from, and I just do it. And that, that may be what that's from. Sydney Morgan, $5. Good luck. Thank you so much. 
ISTP teaches, keep pushing, kids need better sex ed. That in itself can change so many lives. I met people well into their 20s who don't understand birth control. I know. Seriously, I didn't even understand it until I was older. The Atlanta Atheist, you and your daughter are welcome back to Atlanta, where it's safe for atheists like us. Can't say the same for all of Georgia, but Atlanta is great. NYC will be great, too. Yeah, for sure. I appreciate that. I have a brother who lives in Atlanta. That's why I went there. So I do visit Atlanta from time to time. Not often, but next time I do, maybe I'll hold a meetup after COVID is over, of course. Spirit Wind, I was recruited to a cult-like religion by a high school teacher. Thank you for the bravery and be safe. It's fucking wrong, man. Seriously, it's fucking wrong. When we come back, we're going to talk about the man who helped murder an atheist getting his sentence reduced. Give us 30 seconds and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Telltale Channel. Don't forget to check me out on all social media, Patreon, Twitter, Teespring, and Etsy. All links can be found in the description or on my website, telltaleatheist.com. The next story I wanted to talk about is titled Life Sentence Reduced for Man Who Helped Murder an Atheist, Madeline Murray O'Hare. This is on Friendly Atheist website written by Hemant Mehta, so let's give this a read and see what it says. In 1995, Madeline Murray O'Hare, the founder of American Atheists and still one of the best-known atheists in the country, was kidnapped, along with her son and granddaughter, by a man who worked for the organization. All three atheists were later killed. It's a horrific story that had everything to do with money and nothing to do with atheism. The details can be read here. There's also a Netflix movie. I actually heard the Netflix movie was complete trash. I don't know how true that is. Basically, Madeline Murray O'Hare started American Atheists, and she was uh, supposedly being hunted in her town for it, similar to what is happening to me right now. I don't know enough about the story to speak with, uh, to speak on it authoritatively. You should look into it a little bit more if you're curious, but I can definitely relate to what it was probably like for Madeline Murray O'Hare to start an atheist organization um, in a town that fucking hated her. I can definitely relate to that. Anyway, let's keep reading. David Roland Waters and Gary Carr were two of the men involved in the scheme. Waters was given a 20-year prison sentence but died in 2003. Carr was handed two life sentences, having been found guilty on charges that included extortion and money laundering. I heard that they hadn't actually caught the guy who uh, orchestrated the whole thing and actually did it, but that may not be accurate now. This is Hemant Mehta again. He was not charged with kidnapping because the victim's bodies had not been found at the time. Carr remains in prison to this day. He He's the only culprit still alive. Okay, well, I guess they did discover all of the, uh, the people involved. I'm glad he was caught. I'm glad they were all caught, apparently. Back to Hemant Mehta. But the Supreme Court ruled a few years ago that the sorts of crimes Carr was found guilty of were not eligible for life sentences. Really? Interesting. With that in mind, yesterday, U.S. District Judge Lee Yeekel resentenced Carr to a grand total of about 50 years in prison. The 21 years he's already served will count toward that sentence. Fascinating. So this guy could actually get out. Like, he stands a chance of living to see the day when he gets out. This is a quote. I think this is just about as serious a crime as I have ever seen in this court. The severity 
uh, seriousness and the horror of this crime has not changed in the 26 years since it was committed, Yeagle said. This is Hemet Mehta again. Given that Carr is currently in his 70s, the new sentence shouldn't make much of a difference. He'll spend the rest of his life behind bars where he belongs. Like I said, this is actually a pretty high-profile situation, the killing of Madeline Murray O'Hare. And I heard that there was a lot more to it, that it was dramatized by, like, Netflix and a bunch of other documentaries. People were very unhappy with it. Uh, who were close to the situation, like higher up, like kings of atheism type of people, didn't like how some of these documentaries portrayed the situation because they felt that it was completely incorrect. I can't really speak to whether or not it was because I wasn't there, I wasn't involved in any way, and I haven't even seen the documentaries. But I will tell you this. I can tell you that being an open atheist in a town, starting a nonprofit like American Atheists, and publicizing it in this town is not a popular thing to do. I have to imagine that this woman, Madeline Murray O'Hare, I have to imagine she went through a lot of the same things that I'm going through now with people, you know, threatening my life, saying they're going to burn my house down and taking pictures of my house and my cars and looking for me when I'm at the grocery store and all this other stuff, I have to imagine that she experienced some of this too. And you know who else did? Who else experienced this kind of thing? This kind of mob mentality coming down on you? The person who invented birth control or created the first Planned Parenthood center, that kind of thing. Those people have experienced a lot of similar things. People in the U.S. can be fucking violence. That's why it's called terrorism. That's what this is. It's terrorism. Seriously. We absolutely have to stay on top of this and take these threats seriously. Because this kind of thing fucking happens. An atheist creates an organization. Like I said, I don't know if this is why she was attacked or not, but an atheist creates an organization and winds up brutally murdered a couple of years later. An atheist blows the whistle on a health teacher who is preaching to her class, and the same kind of shit happens to me. I mean, that this is the kind of scary shit that you guys have to think about. Seriously, we have an extremism problem in the United States, and it has to be dealt with. We've got to get a, an army of fucking therapists out here to deal with some of these people and get a fucking grip on the fake news that spreads around like wildfire. At least the guy will spend the rest of his life in jail. That's all I really care about. When we come back, we're gonna talk about Christians protesting a school district's pro-LGBT guidelines. Give us 30 seconds and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Telltale Channel. Don't forget to check me out on all social media, Patreon, Twitter, Teespring, and Etsy. All links can be found in the description or on my website, telltaleatheist.com.
Next article I wanted to look at is titled MAGA Christians Protest Florida School District Sensible Pro-LGBT Guidelines. This is by Beth Stoneburner on the Friendly Atheist website. So let's give it a read and see what it says. They will know us by our love is a popular Bible verse. Yet a group of Trump-loving Florida Christians missed that message when they showed up to protest new guidelines that protect the rights and humanity of LGBT students in Florida's Brevard Public Schools on Tuesday. The guidelines say trans students should be called by their preferred names and pronouns, that they can use the proper bathrooms or locker rooms, and that they can play on sports teams that are consistent with their identity. A number of conservative Christians protested those guidelines before the district's recent board meeting. Let's watch the clip and see what happens. Now to a big debate happening in Brevard County over new guidelines for gay, lesbian, and transgender students. Last night, the school board discussed the issue, and today, a local lawmaker says he's taking action. News 6's Treasure Roberts has the latest. The school board says these new guidelines come from the federal government and are meant to stop discrimination. Still, some parents say they go too far and made their... Okay, so that's an interesting point. They come from the federal government, right? I talked to my brother about my situation, right? I have two brothers. One of them is pretty far right, and the other one is... I didn't know he was as far right as he is, but apparently he's pretty far right also. They're both saying that they believe in states' rights. They think that schools should be able to do whatever they want. It should be managed uh, on a county level. And if you don't like that the school is teaching your child about Jesus, then you should move to a different school district. Basically what my brothers are saying. Completely outrageous argument in my mind, but, you know, whatever. But ultimately, when it comes down to it, the federal government is the lead over this whole thing. Whether you like that or not. It doesn't matter how much you fucking hate that the federal government exists and that states' rights are limited by what the federal government allows them to do. I know you don't like that, but that's the world we live in. That's the United States of America. And until those laws are different, teachers have to follow them. That's why this teacher that I was dealing with got in trouble in the first place. Because she wasn't following the Constitution, the federal permission slip outlining what the government is allowed to do. The government is not allowed to get involved in religion. That's for your safety and my safety. That's for the teacher's safety, for the kid's safety, everybody's. It gets ugly when Jesus gets all mixed up in politics. Every fucking time. And this teacher was acting as a representative of the government when she started spreading her bullshit Jesus message. And she paid the price for that. She got in trouble for it. There was a board review. I had FFRF write a letter to her. She got in trouble for it. You can't do that shit. The federal government controls some things. That's just what it is. And they apparently control this situation in Florida also. Let's keep listening. And made their voices heard last night. A shouting match between two sides sparked by a polarizing conversation. Last night, the Brevard County School Board addressed new guidelines for LGBTQ plus students and staff. Our schools need to be a nurturing, safe environment for everyone. The guidelines, among other things, would allow students to use the restrooms and play on sports teams based on the gender they identify with, even if it's not their biological gender. Boys do not belong in girls' restrooms and boys competing in girls' sports is just as appalling. Like, where the fuck is the empathy? 
where the fuck is that love, that Christian love that Jesus said you should have for everybody? Where is it? It's fucking absent. People don't give a shit about the Bible when it comes to pushing their own ideas and beliefs and agendas. They will twist what the Bible says out of recognition to make it say what they want it to. I, I honestly don't know how they live with themselves. I, how the fuck do they get to sleep at night? Let's keep listening. Student opened up about bullying he faces for his choice, saying he and his peers are counting on school officials to crack down on discrimination. LGBTQ inclusion guidelines must stay implemented in our school. Teachers should be equipped with the knowledge to make queer students feel safe, affirmed, and loved in their learning environment. And while... Oh, let me just mention something here. Um, something I didn't mention earlier. There was a protest at Kylie's bus stop the other morning. Grown fucking adults, high school students, and middle school students showed up to protest Kylie at her bus stop. She wasn't there because I kept her home. But imagine that shit. Imagine being in sixth grade and you show up to your bus stop and there's a literal fucking protest waiting for you there. I can't imagine what this kid is going through uh, that's on screen here, the one that was just talking. Their learning environment. And while it is... I can't imagine what he went through. I have to imagine he went through something similar. If this reached this level of newsworthiness... It had to be fucking bad. I feel for this kid. I feel for the people in this situation. What is wrong with extreme Christians? What, what is broken in their brains that leads them to the conclusion that this kind of shit is the right decision? Seriously. His law, Brevard State Representative Randy Fine says he won't stand for it. I hope every parent who cares will let the local politicians know this will not work. If they don't fix the issue, I will. What the fuck does that mean? If they don't fix the issue, I will. What does that mean? Fine has been working on what he calls a parent's bill of rights to be considered in Tallahassee. Meantime, there was no vote last night. The board says these guidelines are already set and they just wanted to outline them at the meeting. In the newsroom, Treasure Roberts getting results, News 6. I, I just feel so bad for the people involved in this situation because I honestly, truly know what they're going through now. I did not know before and now I do. Let's read this quote from the video we just watched. About 20 people stood in front of the entrance, some holding signs with phrases including straight and proud and Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. Jesus Christ, dude. Some yelled jeers at those standing in favor of the guidelines, calling them queers and Where the fuck is the Christian love, seriously? What is wrong with people like this? What is wrong with them? How do you find yourself in this situation in life that you show up to a fucking school calling people queers? How the fuck do you get there? You failed somewhere seriously to find yourself in that situation. This is Beth Stoneburner speaking. Those signs don't even make sense. What does have to do with transgender rights literally nothing it has nothing to do with it which tells me they don't even understand the first fucking thing about what they're protesting or what they're talking about they don't understand the first thing about it they just want to be pissed off and build up their persecution complex that's it that's the goal
Back to Beth Stoneburner. There were also counter-protesters holding signs that said trans students matter and moms for equality. At least there were counter-protesters. It's so important. It's one thing to not fully understand the, compl the complexities of sexual identity and gender fluidity, especially if you're part of a faith tradition that emphasizes a gender binary. But bear in mind that these protections were put in place literally to save lives. The suicide rate is tragically high for the LGBTQ community. It's the leading cause of death for LGBTQ teens and young adults. The All Lives Matter crowd don't care about all lives. 100% agreed. Absolutely agreed. And one of the most ironic, I think this is the definition of fucking irony. One of the most ironic things that I've ever seen was this guy gets out of his car at a Black Lives Matter protest, stands up, screams, all lives matter, and then shoots a bow and arrow into the crowd. And nobody was harmed, luckily. But <laughs> you're literally firing a deadly weapon at somebody and saying all lives matter. Like, it is there no, like, cognitive dissonance happening here? Like, is this not, like, connecting how fucking absurd this situation is that you created for yourself? These people, the, you know, same people that I've been talking about on my channel for years now. Cult members, evangelicals, Christian ISIS, same people coming after me and coming after Kylie for reporting a teacher for breaking the fucking law. These are the people. Same fucking people who voted for Trump in 2016 and 2020 and believe that he won the election this time around. It's the same fucking crowd. And as for what Beth Stoneburner said here, bear in mind that these protections were put in place literally to save lives. That couldn't possibly be more true. Every regulation and every law and every protection that we have in place today was paid for in blood. It's there because somebody died to get this put into law. Don't want nuclear waste being stored next to the break room because people get cancer from it? Somebody had to have died that way for that regulation to be put in place. I mean, there are common sense situations where people would say, you know what, that's a bad idea. Maybe we should make a law saying you can't put nuclear waste next to the break room. But it never fucking happens that way. Somebody always has to pay a price for that regulation to get pushed through. This is the definition of a capitalist, libertarian, Christian hellscape right now that we live in. At least the, the fucking hellscape that I'm living in right now. When we come back, we're going to talk about a pastor saying that Biden's agenda is literally from the pit of hell. Give us 30 seconds and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Telltale Channel. Don't forget to check me out on all social media. Patreon, Twitter, Teespring, and Etsy. All links can be found in the description or on my website, telltaleatheist.com. The next article I wanted to look at is titled, Tony Perkins Says Biden's Agenda is Literally from the Pit of Hell. This is on rightwingwatch.org, written by Kyle Mentila, so let's give it a read and see what it says. Family Research Council President Tony Perkins appeared at Cavalry Chapel, Chino Hills in California on Wednesday night for a conversation with right-wing pastor Jack Hibbs about current events. 
Perkins kicked things off by declaring that the political agenda being enacted by President Joe Biden is literally from the pit of hell and warning that it will provoke God to unleash his judgment upon this nation. I feel like people don't really know what the word literally means. Do they understand what that word means? Literally means actually, like not pretend, not for pretendsies, but for realsies. I feel like people misuse it so fucking often. It's like the opposite of figurative, basically, is what literal is, right? So did it figuratively come from the pit of hell, or did it literally come from the pit of hell? Anyway, let's give this video a watch and see what the guy said. These are challenging times. I'm not, I am not going to put any kind of spin on it. The policies that are coming out of this administration are, are, are literally from the pit of hell. Uh, literally from the pit of hell. How do you defend something so ridiculous? How do you say that with a straight face? Look at this guy's face. He's not even fucking smiling. Not even a little bit. He's dead fucking serious. Uh, within, within hours of taking office, forcing you as a taxpayer to be involved in funding abortions. Not, just not true. Not true. You cannot use taxpayer money for that. So straight up fucking lie. Dude is just completely full of shit right out of the gate. As a taxpayer to be involved in funding abortions, not just here in America, but around the world. Around the world. What does that mean? Is, is, are we so interested in abortions that we're paying people to have them around the world? What is he talking about? This is fucking bizarre. The attack on religious freedom. The it, what attack on religious freedom? We live in the United States, buddy. This couldn't possibly be a more f religion friendly country. I just want you to teach my fucking kid science. And I can't even have that because teachers are cramming their bullshit down people's throats at every opportunity. And when I fight back against it, I get an entire fucking mob turned against me. Religion is not under attack in the United States attack on our children with forcing schools this transgenderism on elementary schools secondary schools colleges i'm sorry forcing transgenderism on elementary schools what is he talking about is he just saying whatever comes to the top of his head right now it's fucking ridiculous and and our nation's military our military has now become, once again... Oh, please don't tell me how bad the military is right now. Please don't tell me that we're not spending enough on it. Give me a break. Is that what he's about to say? Like, 50% of our discretionary spending or something like that is on the military. And he's about to cry that we're not spending enough. We're bankrupting our fucking selves right now. Spending money on the military. The military has now become, once again a laboratory for social experimentation. Okay, came out half-cocked on that one. I guess he wasn't about to bitch about how much we spend. I really don't know what this guy means when he says military is, like, up for, like, social experimentation. What is he even talking about? What is he talking about? Is he just playing into the Christian persecution complex here? Like, is there any substance to what he's saying right now? Or, or is he just talking out his ass what what does he mean has now become once again a laboratory for social experimentation there's treating our men and women in uniform as if they were laboratory rats 
Treating our men and women in uniform as though they're laboratory rats. See, this is propaganda. I just want to point this out. That's what propaganda is. He is using propaganda to convince these people that they're persecuted. He's using this whole respect for the military that he knows exists among evangelical extremist Christians. He's using that love for the military, protect our freedoms stuff, using it to get them riled up and upset and angry. Our men and women in uniform as if they were laboratory rats. Mistreating the military, how terrible. That's propaganda. That's what he's doing. That's how propaganda works. Our men and women in uniform as if they were laboratory rats for their social policy. Uh, so America is in a, a very, very, I, I would say, precarious situation. In fact, uh, Jack, I was just mentioning you, we're, we did, we're on this uh, two-year journey through the Bible called Stand on the Word, and we just finished Jeremiah this morning. And if you look at Jeremiah in the, the final chapters, chapters 46 through uh, 50, you know, God judges Judah for its idolatry, and then all of the nations around are judged for their idolatry, and then, then Babylon is ultimately judged for its idolatry and its pride. And I just read on the plane on the way out here, in California, they are now considering... Oh, here we go. You guys ready? Here's the crux of the argument. In California, they are now considering... Uh, in their uh, school curriculum to where... Uh, they're going to be teaching these pagan religions from the indigenous people and having the students actually go through these incantations and pray to these pagan gods. Are you kidding me? I love it. This guy is literally arguing my position right now against that teacher, against Kylie's health teacher. I said, I don't want religion in schools. And the teacher freaked out, started this massive fucking harassment campaign, doesn't even scratch the surface of what it is, actually. Started a stalking campaign against me and against a 12-year-old. All because she doesn't like the fact that she can't have her fucking religion in class. And here's this guy throwing a fit that there's religion in class. Now, there is a distinction here. I want to make this distinction clear. What they're talking about in California, having the pagan stuff, the incantations and everything, they're not trying to teach students to be pagan. That would violate the Constitution. No chance in hell that would stand in a court of law. They're trying to teach students history. They're trying to teach them about where things came from. They're trying to teach them about the origins of this information and, and the you know science behind all this stuff. This is standard stuff. This is not surprising. This is not evangelizing or teaching religion in class. If somebody wanted to talk about the origins of Christianity and some of the prayers and how they were created and, and stuff like that from an analytical perspective, I'd be okay with that. That's not what happened in my case. What happened was the teacher started talking shit about anybody who's not a member of her religion. That's what happened. Anyway, let's keep listening to this guy. And pray to these pagan gods. You know, we, we've seen idolatry in different forms, but now it is so blatant. Sounds like he needs the help of the Freedom From Religion Foundation, huh? 
except what's happening in California isn't wrong or unconstitutional. He's stretching it until it's unrecognizable. Fucking stretch Armstrong over here. He's not going to get anywhere in reality. This isn't going to go anywhere because he's full of shit. But he will rally the troops. He will rally Christian ISIS up. Get them all upset over everything. Get that enthusiasm pumping through their veins. And have a campaign to run against somebody. Have them give them a call to action. Point them in a direction and set them loose. I mean, we're in, a, we're in the 11th hour, and I believe America is in serious trouble. We are, we are literally shaking our fist in the face yeah. of God and challenging God. I love it. We're in the 11th hour. How many millennia have we been in the 11th hour? People thought Armageddon was coming in Jesus' apostles' lifetime, and here we are 2,000 years later. If you're really God, you do something. Yes. That was interesting. If you're really God, you do something. Huh. That was an interesting little line he dropped in there, wasn't it? And he is God. And he will do something. Right, right, right. And that's why I believe it is incumbent upon the church, followers of Jesus Christ, to cry out for God's mercy and a move of his spirit like we've never seen before in this nation. Mm -hmm. There's your call to action for the moment. It's prayer. Good thing that's fucking useless in every way, shape, and form. People like this are who really causes serious social upheaval. He's always bitching about, uh, you know, the LGBT community and trans people trying to be more inclusive. As far as I can tell, the guy is obsessed with not letting society move forward. It's like he wants to be frozen in fucking time. It's like every time society tries to make progress, there's the church standing in the way, forcing us to be stagnant. We wanted to end slavery. There's the church to say the Bible endorses slavery, so we want to keep it. We wanted to end segregation. There's the fucking church standing there holding the Bible saying that we should be kept separate from each other. We wanted women to have the right to vote. There's the church standing in the way saying, we'll not suffer a woman to teach women should be in subjugation to men. Every fucking time we're trying to make social progress, the church is always standing in the way. So what arguments are we fighting today against the church? Thank you guys for coming and giving this a listen, and I will talk to you next week. If you like what I do and you want to make sure I can continue to do it, you can support me in a few ways. First, you can support me on Patreon. That's probably the best way. But if you want to get something back for your support, you can check out my Teespring. I sell all kinds of shirts and stickers and stuff on there. Second, you can support me by checking out my Etsy store. I sell 3D printed stands for every system from the original Nintendo to the Xbox One. And finally, if you want to support me in other ways, you can check me out on my other channels. I have the podcast channel, which is where I talk about whatever's on my mind. Politics, social issues, whatever. You can also find it everywhere podcasts can be found. Or you can check out the videos on my main channel where I focus on destructive cults. As it is with most channels these days, I rely on the support of viewers like you to keep my channel alive, so sharing my work is extremely helpful. Anyways, check me out in all those places if you haven't already. Thanks for listening, guys.